Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review, where each week I review uh, a Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Uh, sometimes I do it on my own, sometimes with guests. Today I have a guest, um, Garrett. Say hi, Garrett. What's up? And uh, get a bit closer if you can, Garrett, to, to the mic. But uh, this is a, a big one, an important one for... Garrett and I, because we are becoming pretty big fans of David Goggins, Podcast 1212. Now, he's been on Rogan before and has just released a new book. Um, he is a retired Navy SEAL, an incredibly badass fucking guy that can run hundreds of miles whenever he wants, every weekend, and he really is like a testament to mental toughness. 205 miles. 205 miles at once? Yeah, at one time. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So so with that, I mean, it, it's something that resonates with me because I, I really like the idea of people being able to push themselves much harder than they think they can go. And that it's important because, you know, a lot of people feel tired, they feel trapped, they feel stuck, they feel broke, they feel these different things. But but, you know, there's people like David Goggins out there that give you the inspiration to 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 push harder, to to say, hey, you know what, maybe I've got an extra 25% energy. I think a good metaphor to that, not to interrupt, is compartmentalizing. He's so good at just separating what it is from what what it can be. Yeah, I totally agree. And and that that is it. And when you say compartmentalize are you saying that he he chunks things together he doesn't say oh i've got 205 miles to run i've got one foot in front of another correct and he just has the ability to say i'm doing this there is no other like there is no thinking about it or maybe or if i could or tomorrow it's i'm doing this sure that's a yes and no. There's no. It's either that. I mean, if you will it, it is no dream. Is is a quote somebody said, but <laughs> Google it. But, but no, you're right. You. It, I think people get a lot of anxiety from overthinking right. a task that is strenuous or stressful. In its most simplest form, that's what it comes down to. It's your what. What he says is, I'm in my own fucking psychological world. And it's like you're fucking yourself by telling yourself that you can't or thinking about it. Just do it. Just, right. Just do. Right. If you know you got to do it. I, that's why I like setting up my day the day before. Right. Which I never used to do. But like if you if you have like a, a you know, a dry erase board right. or, or like a those. list. Yeah. And, those... and if you just put on there tomorrow, I'm doing this. Even if you don't like the idea of it. It's on there. Just do it. Yeah. You've already said it. If you look it. at it, then you hold yourself accountable to do it. That's what it comes down to. Life is accountability. Yeah. Period. And if you choose to be accountable is when things start changing. Yeah. Period. It's tr but it's tricky though. Yeah. It's not eat right? <laughs> it's like you can say it, but doing it is it takes a well, lot think, of work. I think it takes the whiteboard. I think it takes conversation. I think it, think it takes thought. But in order to change something, you have to want to be accountable. For sure. And I, and I, and another thing is it takes people like David Goggins right. to speak to Joe and inspire people. Right. And that's why it's so important and also why this podcast um, that we're reviewing was so important. So his new book is out. 
Uh, I've ordered it, but Amazon ran out of copies, so I don't have one <clears> to take to England, which is kind of annoying. Can you can you get it on Audible or no? Oh no, they. You know, when you buy it, it actually said you can start reading it now, and there was a link. But I'm so stupid that I forgot how to get to it, <laughs> and it's I don't know where it is now. So that's yeah, okay. But the book is show up, I, yeah. and and I'm really pumped for it. Joe also said that uh, the audio version of the book is slightly better because Goggins and the narrator of the book who who uh, also wrote the book with David Goggins, they kind of do a little podcast at the end of each chapter and they talk about how it was, um, you know, what the chapter meant and those things. So it's like a, a more in-depth way. And I really like that. I like the idea of that, and I and I think it's a cool, a, a cool process. So so I'm gonna do both. I read the book, and do I'm that. Ex- I'm excited to listen to it. I I, I will. Re- I I need to be more disciplined with reading in general, but I will be. <laughs> reading makes me sleepy, but <laughs> I like to push it. It really depends, though. There's right. only certain books that I can do that that. I uh, think the on tape well. option is a, is an amazing avenue. Is <laughs> an amazing avenue. Uh uh-uh! <laughs> That's it. Stay a bit louder. So, uh, you know, let's get into really what they were talking about. I mean, uh, Goggin starts off talking about his rough upbringing because Joe was asking really what set you off on this on this road to discovering like your physical abilities. Now, David Goggins has had a lot of ups and downs. He the the major story behind him, which is why it's such a success story, is he was massively overweight. He didn't have a very good job. Um, I think he weighed upwards of like 400 pounds at one point and just wasn't feeling good about himself, couldn't really exercise, couldn't really do a lot. He had an abusive father growing up and uh, and, and he really was like failing over and over again, but not in the type of failure that allows you to strive, just in the just one bit of disaster after another. And he couldn't read well after high school, um, so he was at a huge disadvantage and slowly he just started to make these conscious decisions about what he was going to do to to change things in his life it was slowly but i know that i remember listening to him say it prior to he was like there was just a moment when he was killing cockroaches and drinking chocolate shakes that really resonated with me because at one point he was just like set down the pesticides in the job that he was at and he was like i'm changing it he walked out left started running, got a new job, and then that's when he called up the Navy SEALs and was like, I want to be part of this. But it just took a fucking, it just took a mind shift. In one moment, you changed everything. I think that's what resonated with me. I was being a fat fuck till I was, this was 10 years ago now. I'm 36 now. When I was 26, I still resonates now. I was like, I would always tell myself like, you're just, this is just you. You're just lazy. Like I would just, and it wasn't, it wasn't unconscious. It was just like going through the motions. And then at one point, I, w- I would always say, I was like, you don't have a lock for the gym. You, you can't lock your bag, so you can't do it. And I was like, one day when I was 26, I remember waking up and I was like, go buy a fucking lock. <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's amazing the excuses right. we hold on yeah, to. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Like, they exist and they're the same for everyone. <clears throat> to think that really motivated people don't have the same excuses is not true. Even Goggins talked about in this podcast with Joe... He talks about how sometimes he'd he, he, he sh- tie up his shoes, but 
but he takes like 30 minutes to right, do it right, right, because right. he doesn't want to go do nobody the thing wants he has to, to do, do the shit it's not a matter of want it's just a matter of i'm doing it because i'm holding myself accountable and right. i know how i'm going to feel after the fact and i know what i can share with other people after i hold myself accountable then i have this precedence or this bar that's already set and i can share that right that's what and, and it goes goes back to that overthinking it right. and that anxiety because the more you do it the less you think about having to do it absolutely so you just go then it becomes a practice and that's what fucking life is is a practice it's not that and he talks about that too the end game there is no end game <laughs> we're practicing every day to be better like that's the only opportunity that you have you can either choose to be better or choose to just go through the motions but being cognizant about your thoughts and what you're doing is the only way to fu- i mean that's the best fucking medicine right for sure for sure. And that was an interesting point that they make because, you know, if you think about where Joe Rogan is, very successful, very wealthy, doesn't need to keep working, you know. Uh, Goggins, retired Navy SEAL, probably has a pretty good retirement plan. Even he, with the right budget, wouldn't need to keep he working. Just, he's he's going to be a smoke jumper. He's, he's yeah. going to be a wildfire fucking fighter. He's living life. Like, that's the point. And and they know that it doesn't end like that. Like you right. don't really retire. What do you do then? Yeah. You'd be so bored. It'd be a nightmare. You I'm don't not, get I'm to sit retiring. on the beach. I'm not retiring from shit. You just keep you keep going, and that's an important message to come across because that's not what I was taught. Right. I had the impression that you go to you go to college, right. you get a good Set degree, it up so you can be lazy. You get a get right. a good job, you make lots of money, and that's then you retire point. and do nothing, and right. that's the goal. And it's like you can't retire and do nothing. You have to realize <laughs> right. that you've got to keep moving. But to always be searching out that passion, I think, is what is what Rogan's doing, is what Goggins doing. It's like trying to feel your heartbeat is what's most important, right? Yeah. Trying to feel how the fuck, <laughs> when your blood flows through your body, there's no retirement. It's all a practice. Like, what, what's retirement? That's just a silly fucking word that somebody came up with. Sure. And the only thing that fucking dictates action is words, correct? So whatever you say is, is. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very, very true. It, it, another thing that I really liked is that Goggins talks about um, how exercise is not for the body it's for his mind right right now the body gets the benefit which is great but it's not anywhere as important as is the strength that your mind gets to be able to overcome and i think that directly correlates with everything in life just when you prove to yourself that you can accomplish a certain thing especially nothing comes other than physical activity you can't get that reward from anything else there's no substitute can't buy that's why i'm always i'm always wondering when i see my fucking instagram feed it's like shredded or millionaire i'm like well, I know I wouldn't be fucking happy if I was a millionaire and I wasn't shredded. Right. Like, I wouldn't, there's no, it, it wouldn't, <laughs> you can't be happy if you're fucking not living the life that you actually desire. Sure. So, money will not fucking dictate that. And there's no way that that will ever be a thing. Well, maybe. Well. You just get a bunch of stem cells and tons of steroids and you just <laughs> sit on the couch and get some peck implants. Yeah, but I don't and... think, like he says, it's all mental. I don't think that you would feel the same satisfaction. Oh, he... Even if you looked in the mirror and you were shredded, but you didn't work for it. No, it you'd be a mentally weak bitch. Yeah, it wouldn't look feel amazing. the same. Right. Some people will still do it, though. Yeah. <laughs> they will. They're like, I mean, fuck this. I would this. still do it, but I'd work out. I'm not getting up early. <laughs> I'm not getting up early. The future's going to be weird, man. They're going to be able to just buy yeah, all of this I, stuff. Absolutely. That, <laughs> that's the truth. I, uh, yeah, I, I think that what he talks about as far as the mental game, it's a psychological game. Sitting in the sauna, what you, what you said, like to be able to overcome mentally is probably the biggest fucking strength you can ever have in, in life. Period. Yeah. The sauna is, 
in it a really important place to go to, especially yeah. if you have a co-ed one, because you realize real quick, wow, women can stay in the sauna right. a long fucking That's time. That's what yoga is too, as the equalizer too. Yeah, so it makes wow. you real. Wow, women are very strong. Yeah, and the, they, sh- they they birth they, babies, boy. Exactly, <laughs> but it's easy to dismiss it, right? right? Because they can't do a lot of pull-ups or True. something like right. that. But right, then right, you right. sit in there and they just chill, right. and you're like, I need to get out of here. But like anything, if you do it enough. You can add 30 seconds here and there. Right. Sometimes, some days I get a bad day and I right. can stay in the sauna for like 10 minutes and I'm just like, I got to get out. That's usually but, what my... But it's the average, yeah. right? And, and the averages go up. It takes some time. Yeah. But it really gets that. One really cool thing uh, that towards the end of the podcast and the conversation with that the Joe is having with Goggins, Joe talks about, and so does, so does uh, uh, Goggins, that... Your mind always has a tactical advantage over you, right? And it's true. It knows you because it's your own mind. It knows how to make you quit. Right. It knows how to make you afraid. And it does it because it wants you Safety. to stop. It wants you and to it's be safe. safe. Exactly. And he goes, so don't try and hide. Meaning you can't hide from it. You can't lie to it. Right. Right. That's, that's the ultimate equalizer. You and can lie you- to your friends. You can lie to your family. You can bullshit everyone. But when it's you with your mind, your mind knows what you can do and what you can't do. And that's where this training comes in. And you've just got to, got to accept it. And that's a really powerful Accountability. Statement. Yeah. To, to be able to recognize that is the most enlightened thing. It, Honestly, to be able to see that and say it out loud and vocalize it, then your mind has to be like, oh, shit, he's on to me. Yeah. And it, and it was really powerful to hear that. A lot of what uh, Goggin says is super powerful. I mean, in, in so many it's ways, so this is why. Too. It's so it's, It feels, uh, I'm wearing a sweatshirt, it says primitive, but it's just like from the tribal aspect and the just mental fortitude of like survival, it's so, it's so simple, but so relative. Yeah. It really is, and that's why it's important because I think we overcomplicate right, a lot of right, these issues right. and they really don't have to be that way. But anyway, guys, check out this conversation. Uh, it was such a pleasure to listen to Joe and Goggins talk. And if you can, check out his new book, Can't Hurt Me, which uh, from what I've heard is amazing. And I can't wait for Amazon to hurry up and get more fucking copies so Let's I can read my go, goddamn son. issue. That's it. Thanks for listening, guys. And thanks for joining me today, Garrett. I appreciate it. Hey, be great. Cheers, guys. Love you.